There is no salvation for cowards. 2 Samuel chapter 6, June 30th, 2022. Lewis once said that if the saints were to catch a glimpse of each other in our glorified state, then we would be tempted to worship each other. And if such is true for our glorified state, think about what that means for God's very own holiness. We have no idea how awesome He is. We walk around every day, oblivious to the consuming fire. But He does give us glimpses. He did so for King David in 2 Samuel chapter 6. The text, a summary. David gathers 30,000 men of Israel to bring up the Ark of God to Jerusalem. They drove the Ark on a cart. This was the way the Philistines transported the Ark, and directly contrary to the way prescribed by God in Exodus chapter 25. They went forth with songs and music, but when they came to a threshing floor, Uzzah put out his hand to stabilize the Ark of God. The anger of the Lord was kindled, and God struck him down. David was angry and afraid, so he took the ark to Obed-Edom, the Gittite. The Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. David then brought the ark up properly, sacrificing animals and dancing before the Lord with all his might. There was shouting and the blow of the horn. And as the ark comes into the city, Saul's daughter, Michael, peers out of the window, seeing David and his dancing. She despises him in her heart. They bring the ark in and place it in the tent. David offers burnt offerings, blesses the people, distributes food to the assembly, and the people depart. When David returns home, Michael sarcastically ridicules him, claiming he has dishonored himself, he has uncovered himself. The issue was not David being physically unclothed. We are told that he was clothed. Michael spoke of him shaming himself with his actions. David says that it was before the Lord that he danced and rejoiced, adding that it was the Lord who chose him over her father, Saul. David says that he will make himself even more contemptible than this. The KJV has some fun language. I will yet be more vile than thus. The passage ends by saying that Michael had no child to the day of her death. What are we to do with the holiness of God? We are, like David, caught between a rock and a hard place. If we do not draw near him, then we die. And if we draw near him, then we die. He dwells in unapproachable light. He is a God who kills people. How can we go toward such a God? In the silver chair, C.S. Lewis signaled the way. He tells the story of a girl named Jill who, due to poor judgment, finds herself alone in a strange wood, very thirsty and looking for water. She sees a stream and would love to drink, but she was frightened to death because there was a lion right there at the stream. Are you not thirsty? said the lion. I am dying of thirst, said Jill. Then drink, said the lion. May I? Could I? Would you mind going away while I do? said Jill. The lion answered this only by a look and a very low growl. Do you eat girls? she said. I have swallowed up girls and boys, women and men, Kings and emperors, cities and realms, said the lion. I dare not come and drink, said Jill. Then you will die of thirst, said the lion. Oh dear, said Jill, coming another step nearer. I suppose I must go and look for another stream then. There is no other stream, said the lion. Lewis draws out two truths that are lost on modern man. First, God kills people. We are caught off guard by the lion's response. I have swallowed up girls and boys. As Lewis says in another place, he is not a tame lion. 
And Sarah, the mother of the prophet Samuel, told us this way back in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 6. The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. And yet modern man still wants to say, I get it, this is some kind of metaphor. No, it is not a metaphor. Look at Uzzah. The second illuminating truth from Lewis is that this God who kills people is simultaneously the only way to be saved. What each man must come to deal with is the fact that the salvation that he seeks is found in the hand of the judge of all the earth. There is no running away from this king. You go to him and drink of the living water that he supplies, or you will die of thirst. God has wired things this way, such that salvation is by grace through faith in Christ. There is no hope in self-preservation. There is no salvation for the prideful. There is no salvation for cowards. Would you be saved? Then go to the king of all the earth, humble yourself, and ask him. Call upon his name, and you will be saved. I wanted to make sure to let you know that season four of Man Rampant is here. For the next few weeks, we'll be posting clips on the Canon Press YouTube channel, but the full interviews are only available on Canon Plus. Check it out at mycanonplus.com slash manrampant. And if you haven't joined up yet, you can get your first month for just 99 cents by using promo code MR99.